hey guys, welcome. I don't like, hey guys. I'm being that person that's too tired to have sex. Also, by the way, we can't edit anything out because Alana's gone. It's been a long week for Alex. <laughs> welcome back to another episode of Mean Girl Pod. I never know if we should introduce ourselves or not. Let's do it. All right, I'm Jordan. I'm Alex Bennett. And happy episode 28. Can you believe? Dude, someone today asked me when we started, and I, it was like the either the last week of January or February 1st. I usually say February 1st. And they were like, of 2020? And I was like, no. No, sorry, they said 2021. Now I go, no, 2022. 2022. <laughs> episode 28. It's really exciting. It's so exciting, but it's so crazy to think we've only been doing this for, honestly, it's been less than 28 weeks because we had a few bonus episodes thrown in there in the beginning. Um, so it's insane that it's only been a few months. We love you guys. We do. We're so unbelievably freaking grateful <laughs> for you guys. We also, let's just, let's plug our beautiful child. Speaking of grateful, we're so grateful because we're sponsored by Pink Whitney. Yes. Pink Whitney. I'm obsessed. I got my, fr- I've been getting my friends into it. They love it. Um, and it's just like the perfect summer drink and I love it. So what you're going to do this weekend and you guys have been tagging us in Insta stories. So thank you for that. But go up to the bar and order a pink Whitney shot, go to the store, buy the little pink Whitney nipples and have a pink Whitney party because summer's almost over. So enjoy it. Can you tell the listeners your, the shoot the shot moment that you told me because I'm mind blown by it. Help me. The, uh, <laughs> it's been a long week for Alex, <laughs> the college one going back to school. No, what? She quit her job and went back to school. Oh, not mine. <laughs> not my shot. I didn't shoot my shot. I was I'm like, wait a minute. I was like, I didn't go back to college. Thank God. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, okay, yes, because you guys will, on Fridays, we do shoot your shot on the Insta stories. And somebody responded and was like, I quit my shitty job and I'm going back to school to get my PhD. And I was like, if that's not shooting your shot, I don't know what is. That's incredible. We've been getting so many shoot your shots. And a lot of them have ended with rejection. But I'm so proud of our listeners for not like just going for it shooting their shot and like we always say regret is worse than rejection so we're proud of you guys and we love hearing them so please keep sending yeah keep sending them to us yes okay let's get into our weekends yes um do you want to tell us about rough and rowdy since that's your whole world oh my god you guys check out our shirts they're pretty sick aren't they they're like actually cool like these are these are really cool and i feel cool wearing them (laughs) <laughs> well, we're also on day four of wearing them. I have them. Mine like smells. <laughs> Dude, we've worn these every single day since getting them. And I'm pretty sure people in the office are going to start thinking that all we wear are these shirts. We're when this airs, we'll be what? Maybe 14 days from rough and rowdy. Yeah. And okay. I, I feel like everyone understands what's going on. I'm freaking the fuck out. Mm-hmm. I'm scared to death. That's what um, I ask how you're doing. Yeah. I'm scared. I'd be, but I was like, I'd be a serial killer if I wasn't afraid of getting in a boxing ring and like fighting someone. But I think we just like, I think we just like go right over that. We just roll right over the fact that Alex is afraid. I love people being uncomfortable. I'm all about getting out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. I've never been further outside of mine. So I'm really loving this like moment. But Jordan and I wanted to do something for you guys. Yeah. Because we're trying to incentivize people to buy it. Buy it. Buy it. Because what's the goal? 70,000 pay-per-view viewers. So that means 70,000 people need to buy a ticket to watch the show. $35. $35 a pop. Buy R&R.com. You got to buy it. Okay, so Jordan and I are like, how do we, two little Midwestern gals, incentivize our lovely listeners to buy Rough and Rowdy? Which, by the way, like, we'll both be at. 
Yeah. So you could watch us on it. But what will really make you guys buy it? So we were like, okay, here's what we're going to do. You all buy it. You screenshot it. Jordan's going to be running the Instagram Thursday and Friday of Rough and Rowdy. Tag us in it that you've purchased it, and we're going to go through. You're, Jordan's going to go, type A Jordan. Anal Jordan. Anal <laughs> Jordan, which everyone's mind's like, oh. Anal Jordan's going to go through and pick somebody, and the winner of that is going to go to a Thunder game with us. We're going to sit courtside, all expenses paid for, in Oklahoma City, and Jordan and I are going to go with you. Did you say all expenses paid for, Alex? Do you love a paid trip, J-Dub? Hell yeah, I do. <laughs> yes, and, and you and a plus one, so it's not like you're, I mean, I know you guys love us, but I don't think you want to just hang out with just Alex and I so you can bring a friend you and your friend will get your all-expensive trip paid for we can sit courtside maybe go out to dinner have some drinks we'll put you in a hotel room yeah we'll see, we'll see the city literally it's gonna be so fun like you get a whole day with us can you imagine if like two guys win and like you start dating one what a world Alex don't put don't put ideas in people's minds. <laughs> I just I think we might sell a little bit more tickets if I do put that idea. In yeah, oh yeah, this mind. this is not gender biased. If if we pull two men or a man, a man's name out of the hat, they're going and they get to pick a friend. That's what would you do if you pulled your best friend's name out of the hat, like Madeline? What would you do? Are you putting it back in? I, oh god, that's so hard because part of me is like she deserves to win, but I also don't want to make people angry because they're like, well, that's your friend, that's not fair. But I'm like. I'm such a, I have like a guilt. I get guilt from that. But guaranteed you're not rigging it. If you pull your best no. friend, you pulled your best friend. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm not rigging it because I also think it would be so funny. Not funny. Um, so fun to see like the person that we get to meet. Yeah, no, I agree with that. And that would be, I mean, that would, it's, I'm excited for the trip. Yes. Also, you going to Oklahoma is exciting for me. Yes. So that will be, we'll be talking about that closer to Rough and Rowdy, but we just want to get Alex to 70K. Also, this merch is to support Alex, Mean Girl Boxing Co. So we just want to support our girl. Thank you. That's very sweet of you. I appreciate you're very, you're highly, highly supportive friend, which I've said, like, I say that all the time. Um, okay, so the only other, what, <laughs> say one more time, Jordan's a very supportive friend, get yourself a supportive best friend, otherwise it just sucks, um, yeah. get, get a, get a friend who color coordinates a to-do list for you, yeah, that's you, you did that for me, I was freaking out, I was like, there's too much going on, and, and that's why yin and yang, though, you're like, I'll do it. I, I literally, I know we've said this a million times, but there's just no way in hell that you and I would work if we were any different. No, if I if we were both type A, that would, like we would go like this. Or if we were both type B, we would go like this. We would do nothing. We would, it would be terrible. <laughs> the yin and the yang of friendships. I know everyone listening is like, I have a best friend that's totally different than me. Yeah, and you're like yeah. that's why you love them. Yes. Um. Okay. The only other thing I have to report for my weekday, my week update is I thought about this last night because we're we talk we do talk about sex on here, mm -hmm. and I got home last night. And I was like, I'm just tired. Like I'm, and grandma's like, damn, like I really, <laughs> and I was like, I am so tired. And then I was like, I'm being that person that's too tired to have sex. But I was like, I'm exhausted. And then you and I had this conversation about how sex shouldn't feel like a chore. Yeah. And I was like, title. I know. I was like, oh no. So we're getting in bed and I'm like, Graham, I just have to talk to you about this. I was like, I'm too tired to have sex, but we love like having sex is such an intimate thing and it's so important in the relationship and it's so flirty for us, but I'm tired. And he was like, well, since you're tired and we're already in bed, let's try it and see how it feels. I was like, you smart little, but I'm like, okay, anything for the pot. I like pop out of bed and I'm like, go get the, I go get the lotion. Sorry, vivid. Graham was literally going to start pulling out, do it for the pod, do it for the pod. <laughs> I'm walking back in and I'm like, nice. And he's like, for the pod. <laughs> so we did it. And afterwards I was like, 
I wasn't too tired for that. Like yeah. it was so healthy and so good for us. But I, I was in this mindset that I'm like, I, I'm too tired for that. I'm like, I wouldn't have been too tired to watch a TV show. True. Like, I was like, I'm not too tired in all 15 minutes of my life. And then I'm just like, I was so happy I did it. And it wasn't a chore. And I was proud of myself. No, I'm very proud of you, proud of you. Cause I feel like, and I'm only basing this off of my past relationship. If you allow being tired to be an excuse for not having sex, it will be an excuse constantly. And the next thing you know, you're always too tired. So you can't let that be an excuse. No, you're so right. Like you're not, I feel like we get into these, you and I were saying summer's pretty busy for us. And I hate the B word, busy, like just put a sock in it. Yeah. But we do all these things all day and we have the energy to do them because we need to do them. Like you need to do your job and then you go home and you put sex on the back burner. Yeah. It's like, no, what a special part of your relationship. Also, I, I don't know. I feel like sex can go two ways, but some people say that sex helps them sleep better. Some people say it like hypes them up and energizes them. Which one are you? Like, or do you not notice anything? Okay. Do you mind if I do the restless leg thing now? Yeah, please. Okay, so. Please, please tell this story. Please tell us. Okay. Also, so. by the way, we can't edit anything out because Alana's gone. So every time you hear us talking, like, hey, Alexa, do you mind if I do this? It's just going to have to stay in the pod. Yeah, we are. We are our editors this, the next two weeks. Um. So, yeah, okay, so do you mind if I do the restless leg part now? Please, please do it. Actually, someone did say one time that they wish, they missed how we kept everything in. And I was like, oh, gosh, Wait, no. you're getting it back. So, please, Your tell us the story. Command. Okay, so last week it happened, we had sex, and we call it Mean Girl Missionary, which is the girl on top. Yeah. That's been our position for eight years. That's my favorite position as well. It's the best position in the entire world. It's the best. My legs, I have true le restless leg syndrome. And can you please explain that? Because I didn't understand it until you told me. So you know how some people think they have it and it means they, their legs are jittery like this? Yeah. So like my grandpa has it, pass it down to my mom, it's hereditary. And it feels like underneath your skin, there's snakes slithering, like your muscles are slithering. Oh, that makes you want to. And you have to massage them out. Okay, it, it will wake you up in the middle of the night or on long plane rides. Like you have to take pills for it kind of thing. So I have like the real restless leg and it's activated by running at night or the mean girl missionary position which is mind-blowing because running caffeine all that makes sense but sex why would sex activate it i know it's weird i think it's because i use those thigh muscles does that make sense oh yeah okay yes yep mm -hmm. i think it's so i think it activates it like that so if we do that recently like i can't sleep i'll be up all night like really having to massage my legs heating pad that type of thing so i've been saying to graham so after we do mean girl missionary position i can't sleep to answer, I mean, I'm trying to answer your question if I sleep or if I'm more energized afterwards. So last night, we're having to get more creative with the positions because mm. we can't do Mean Girl Missionary. You brought Sad. to my attention <laughs> that, like, they, you said, like, some positions are painful for you. Yes, I have a tilted uterus, so, which is very common, by the way. I know people be like, ah, like, <laughs> what does that mean? It's extremely normal for females to have tilted uteruses. Um, it just means that, like, doggy style hurts like a mother. Okay, but Why? I would assume since your uterus is tilted the way you're, you're positioned, it pro the, the, I'm assuming the penis is like maybe hitting the uterus in an uncomfortable way. Because it's like the uterus flat. Like would it, would it typically be like this flat? Like a, like a flat? Yeah. So I would say my, the way I would envision it, if you're doing doggy style, the penis is going like flat if you have a regular uterus. But if it's tilted, I would assume it's like hitting yep. something else or hitting. It's just like it, it, it hurts. I've tried it. 
with lube, without lube. Like, it's not a comfortable position. And my friend has a tilted uterus, and she says the same thing. Okay, I think I might have one. Yeah. Because I was in, like, a lot. We were trying all these different things that wouldn't hurt my legs. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm in pain. Um, so I think I was thinking about that last night. I'm like, I think I have the tilted uterus. So we're trying to find a new, like, position that's really comfortable for us, like we enjoy. Yeah. Um, but anyways, after doing it last night, I had the best night's sleep I've had in, like, weeks. What position did you guys do? Real missionary. Male oh. male on top missionary. Okay. Yeah. No, that's awesome. So it actually benefited you then to have sex. It did. And yeah. I thought I was too tired. And I was, like, so mad at myself because I, the reason I love this podcast, and I was so excited to come tell you, because I've never really had a girlfriend that I've, like, talked to about sex in, like, a positive way. I love sex talk. Or, like, a normal, <laughs> yeah, like, even a normal way. Yeah. And I was like, she don't know what I mean. Like, I thought I was too tired to have sex. Yeah. The person I'm married to. But I did, I, you know what I wasn't too tired to do? Read the 30 minutes before bed. Yeah. Did all these other things. And or then go I on your phone. Scroll, doom scroll. Mm-hmm. I mean, tonight I, I will watch a show. And yeah. I'm like, turn off the show early. Yeah, like, that's why we can't let being tired be an excuse. Um, You're right. No, you're right. I need to write this down. I'll take notes. Can I tell you a story? Yes. So, speaking of being tired and sex, I have been... I feel like we've all just been so tired lately. I mean, you have a legitimate excuse. Rough and Rowdy is just very exhausting. It's a lot of work to train. I've been very tired as well. Like, a little bit narcoleptic where I could literally just be sitting there and I just start to bob the head. Hold on. I think, I think like the universe is tired because I've been seeing this. Yeah. So, so keep going. So it, we're all t- like, I think that's true. Yeah. And um, I was hanging out with my vibrator the other day. Oh my God. No. Did you fall asleep with it? <laughs> and I'm not kidding. No. You. When I was doing it, my head started to bob. All of a sudden I was like, oh my God, what is, what's happening? And it happened twice. What? Yes. Because I think. A lot of times people say if you can't fall asleep, like I've actually read this, they say to masturbate because it helps you fall asleep. I think it energizes me a little bit. I have done it before and it's worked, but I was doing it and I almost fell asleep. What? On my vibrator. Well, that's probably because you were like relaxed. It was so relaxed. It's like my therapy. No, I think that's actually good. Narcoleptic masturbation. <laughs> I was, I was, I'm just imagining it. Literally, I was like, oh, my God. And then it happened again. And I was like, I have to just, I have to go to work. It was in the morning, too. Oh, I was like, dude. <laughs> I know. Why are you going to work afterwards? Sometimes, like, energize me before the day. I just like to get a quickie in because I'm like, oh, okay, we're going to have a good day today. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's what I was actually telling Graham. I was like, if we want to do our favorite position, which is missionary mean girl, it has to be before work. Because yeah. I can start, I can walk and then my legs don't hurt. Yeah. But at night... So, so how does it work for you? Like, if you vi- if you use the vibrator at night, you sleeping better or are you energized afterwards? Um, honestly, I don't notice it too much at all. The o- I only remember a few times where like your brain's going a million miles a minute, so I'll do it and then I'll just fall asleep right after, and that's helped a bit because it keeps your mind off of things. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I don't I don't really notice a difference. I do notice though that I can fall asleep so easily any time of the day except at nighttime. <laughs> Don't know. Why. No, that's true. I think something about it at night when the lights are off, you get. Do you get? I'll get so tired and then I'll get in bed and I'm like, I can't sleep. All of a sudden, I'm like, 
new pot ideas, new mean girl ideas. I'm like, I can't sleep. I have so many ideas. Do you know, I think, do you know why I think that is though? Because, um, okay, so Thomas Edison, you know how he would create, I know this is weird, but he would create things like the light bulb or all of his ideas. He would sit in a chair and right when he dozed off, he'd wake himself up and he would write down the first thing that came to his mind because your most creative state is like when you're starting to sleep. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense because I, I really should keep a notepad by my, my bed because I shouldn't be looking at my phone. But when I have an idea, I write it down and I'll wake up and I forgot that I even wrote that down mm-hmm. because I have these insane ideas. Like this whole episode came to me before bed. Yeah. Yep. That's they say that's like your most creative, like in the middle of the day at 3 p.m. when you have blocked out creative time, you're not going to be creative. <laughs> I just thought people are going to listen and be like. This is the most creative you are. Wow. <laughs> so so you two thought about talking about falling asleep and having sex. That was the genius idea of the Mean Girl Pod for episode 28. Narcoleptic masturbation was your idea. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Actually, it wasn't. It just came to us as the best things do in the middle of recording. Oh, my God. I have a question for you. What? I don't think we can go through an episode without me saying it. I know you always make fun of it, but it just has to be. It's like we're each other's therapists, so it's good. Okay, so you just got an OnlyFans. Oh my God, yes, I forgot and, about that. And we need to talk about it because I think, one, we got to clear the air because even I thought that you were going to start posting some dirty pics on there at first. <laughs> I was like, what is this girl doing? So please explain to us. Okay, OnlyFans is the only place you can, you can post exclusive content with a paywall. So for Rough and Rowdy, I was thinking I should put my boxing content on there. And take like some cute boxing photos and put it on there, right? Genius. And make people pay for it and then use the money to put towards the 70,000 pay-per-views. Like I can Venmo people or something. Can I just make something clear? What? Because I feel like a lot of people are like, why is Alex doing this for money, blah, blah, blah. It's like Alex has like a genius mind about and a strategic mind where you're like yeah i'm making that money but i'm gonna use it towards getting the 70k pay-per-views i'm very obsessed with the 70k pay-per-views because that's um a hard number to hit yes fifty thousand the average and we're going twenty thousand above the average yeah and so i was like we now we now i'm just obsessed with it you're you're very strategic with how you're gonna get there thank you and you will get there totally we're we're gonna get there yeah and, but here's the thing. Here's what was interesting. And this is what I need your help with. I forgot we were going to talk about this. Okay. So this morning I wake up and Graham's like, only fans idea. And I was like, okay, what? And I love like, how supportive he is. It's insane. I've been, I've been marinating on this one all day though. He's like, okay, so sometimes I'll sit in the kitchen. Like I'll walk around the house naked all the time. Obviously you will or he will. I will. Okay. All the time. And the other day I was in there eating a box of cereal. And he, he was like, I'm going to take a photo of you. So I like put my hand across like my boobs. I had underwear on and I'm eating the cereal. And he just takes photos like that of me all the time. And he just like loves them. And he has like a safety um, photo album with like a lock on it. Right. I love that. And so this morning he's like, for $300, you should say you'll post that photo on OnlyFans. And I was like, okay, hold on. And he's like leaving for work. And I'm like, I have so many follow-up questions on that. I was like, would you want me to post that? And he was like, I just think you're so adorable. Like, I don't care. Post it. And I was like, and I can't work through it because, because initially the, the immediate reaction is you save your wife for you. Mm -hmm. But what a, where did we get that? Like, of course you save your wife for you. Like I'm never going to post a nude photo. It's not, it's not a nude photo. Like I'm covered up and like I'm eating a box of cereal and it's funny. Yeah. But he's like, I just thought you looked so beautiful. Like, I don't know if people paid for it. You could put it out there. And I was like, Graham Bennett, I don't know what to do with that. What are your thoughts? 
Oh, wow. I, oh my gosh. I am completely split because part of me thinks, no, I want my husband to like hold me and not allow any other man to see it. Also, I don't want, for like a friend, I'm like, I don't want any creepy people looking at you like that. But then also I'm like, the fact that Graham is so confident and comfortable in himself and that your guys' relationship is so empowering. I don't know. Like, how does it make you feel? Well, I can't work it out. It's it, it's partly goes against everything I was raised thinking in a relationship. Yeah. But a lot of things do with this job. I find myself often, I think you and I both do, we're exercising our mind. And so I just, I'm curious about it. I'm like, and, and you, I, I have to, I can't stress enough, it is not a nude photo. You can't see it. It's, yeah. It's like boy short underwear, like the cereal box. Like, it's cute. Yeah. Um, I was mainly like, I thought it was endearing that he thought it was beautiful enough. Like when he left, he's like, you're just so beautiful. Like just if you want. And I was like, how interesting to think about it that way. But also like, I'm your wife, but also like, if I will, I will always be your wife. Like, and so I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. That's just really difficult. Um, because I mean, just being your friend, like. I want to protect you. And I'm like, I don't want any pervert looking at you anyway. Right. Which that's very fair. Yeah. But also at the end of the day, I feel like the more we do this podcast, the more we break all these rules and debunk rules. And it's like, why are these rules even made? Like there's plenty of marriages that are built on different rules. Like, uh, would it be monogamy? Mm -hmm. Is that more partners? I think so. Like, there's people who have multiple partners, and they do open open relationships, open marriages, and they do just fine. It's like... Oh, God, see, I would hate that. But you know what I mean? Like, there's so many yeah. different, like, recipes and rhymes and rhythms that work in other people's marriages. It's like, you don't have to stay in a box to have the perfect marriage. I just thought about, when you said that, hey, Hillary Duff, who, like, posed semi-nude on the cover of that magazine for the first time. Yeah. And, like, she's recently married, and she was like, it took so much for me to want to do that. Or like uh, Giselle all the time, like these supermodels. So, oh my God, Alex, what is the difference between you posting a sexy picture to OnlyFans and Graham being okay with it than Tom Brady with him being okay with Giselle walking a runway in a bra? That's what I'm, that's what I'm wondering. It's your job if you think about it. Yeah, and like, or if you were a porn star or a Playboy magazine star, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, or if you take it to that, yeah. Sports Illustrated, like Chrissy Teigen, even John Legend is okay with her posing, right? Like, it's it, it's the what I'm what I'm showing in it is the equivalent, probably more covered up than a swimsuit. Also, your intention behind it isn't in a bad place. No, not at all. Now, I, you're, that's so true. My intention behind it. Now, I've just gone to a completely curious place of like. Would I, would I post that? Like, I'm just trying to, I'm just wondering. Yeah. Like if your intention was, I want to post this to get, um, to feel hot about myself. Yeah. Or to get affirmation from other men, like that'd be wrong. But, but what it is, it's, you want to post it, make money to support your rough and rowdy and pay-per-view, uh, purchases. That's true. If I wanted to post it because I wanted these guys to tell me I was hot so I could show, gr ew, ew, what I do think people could, could have that intention of like yeah. posting that being like, look at all these people that think I'm hot. If it was that, that would be toxic. Yes. But if it's this, it's like, that's a little empowering. Yeah. I know. Honestly. So I, I made an OnlyFans a few years ago. Cause I was like, I need more money. I never posted on it. I was terrified. 
But now that you're doing this and showing OnlyFans in a different light, which I feel like OnlyFans did a great job marketing you. Because, like, now I want to make one. Yeah, because you because when you heard it, what did you think? I thought, Alex is going to be posting nudes. Correct. <laughs> That's absolutely... My dad, my own father, he just... This is, this is how benign it was. He said, I saw your tweet about OnlyFans. What is it? I said, it's a paywall where you can post exclusive content. He said, oh, cool. What are you posting? I said, boxing. He said, awesome. Yeah. He's never heard of it, but I told him what it was. But you and I have a, we have a stigma attached to OnlyFans where we're thinking it's sexy photos, but it's not. No, and, and I feel like they're doing, they're trying so hard to get away from that stigma because that is how it started, I believe. Actually, I don't think it started that way. I think people just jumped into that and that's how it got so popular. Where I'm like, no, OnlyFans can be used to create so many other things. Yeah, if you have a craft of any kind and you put it on there, people have to pay more to see it. That's cool. Like we could start an OnlyFans for Mean Girl Pod and put exclusive vlogs on there for people to see versus going on YouTube. Totally. You know what I mean? Like, but the but the swimsuit photo you posted, yeah, like that would be cool on there. Like that's a beautiful photo of like you and your body, and it's like why you're you're allowed to post that. I know. I almost think I want to start making one because I don't feel super comfortable posting bikini pictures for every single human being in the world my grandma aunt and uncle's cousin seeing it i don't want them to see it but if someone's gonna pay and they want to see me in a bikini sure why not who cares i'm not doing it for you i'm doing it for myself because i think i look hot i just don't want my family to always see those pictures no that's a good point i think the only i think the lens of OnlyFans is more of like how we feel as yeah. I, I could care less who's seeing it it always goes back to our own insecurities yeah yeah i'm like if we feel good about it i don't i'm not thinking about the, yeah. I don't really care. Like, who. if you came up to him and was like, I'm going on OnlyFans, I'm going to post this spicy picture, Graham's okay with it, I'm okay with it, I'm empowered, I'm excited, I'd be like, all right. But if you came up to me and were like, I don't know if I should do it, I'd be like, don't do it, Alex. That's, that's it. You just nailed it. That's yep. how it is. The way that you just worded those two, the first one, I was like, I'm in. Yeah. She's down. The second one, I was like, she can't tell. And like, you're, I think if you can't tell, you're struggling internally. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm not, I'm still, I'll say this. I'm still undecided because I need to understand more about it. Like in my, within myself. Yeah. I have to dig a little deeper. There will never be a nude photo of me online that there just won't be. Yeah. But what, one that I like think is pretty, um, and I'm covered. It's like, I think that's kind of empowering. I don't know why I wouldn't. Well, and you, Maybe. If you love your body and you love yourself and you're confident, you're doing it for yourself. Hell yeah, post the pic. You know I'm a, I love a good sexy selfie. No, you do. You I know you definitely do, and that's. What I, but my favorite thing you said a couple episodes ago, Jordan posted a really like hot bikini pic, but you were like, I posted it for me. I didn't care. Mm -hmm. I did not care who saw it if they liked it or not. I thought I looked hot, and I loved that. Yeah, and that was that's not always been the case. That was like the first time in my life I posted it for me. I had no men in the back of my mind being like, I hope they see it and like it. It's like no, I for the first time posted a picture that I was confident in. No strings attached. No you strings just were attached. like, I want to post it. Oh, now I want to make it OnlyFans. Let's make you one. And then save all that money for MGP travel. That's right. Literally, every time I make money, I'm like, M MGP, MGP. It's funny. What You know what's funny about this, though, is like, so now we're a little bit driven by money, but the money is making us step outside of our comfort zone. We have to explore it more. Mm -hmm. We have to say, are we driven by the the monetary association with it or are we saying no I mean why would I not do it like I do think I'm beautiful like if we kind of take that approach yeah we're not done yet with this I know we have a lot to discuss money is all the things I'll do for money it's bad like we, very driven money wise but I think if we take that like that would be that would be a bonus I think if we went into OnlyFans only driven by money 
it would be a problem. But I yes. think I think if we took it and we were like, listen, it is kind of outside of my comfort zone, but I do want to do it. Then the monetary could come second. Like we mm-hmm. should explore it. Yeah, because I would actually love to post more sexy pictures, but I don't want those out on my public Instagram because like I said, I don't need my little cousins seeing these pictures of me or a girl I used to babysit back when I was 13 years old. You know what I mean? Right. Like I, I don't or my my college professor, my teacher, like I don't need them to see those pictures of me. But yeah. like my friends or if guys want to purchase a site to see me post pictures I feel confident why is that a bad thing yeah if you feel confident in them and like it's within your boundaries like a person yeah something to explore let's make it only fans I have one I know <laughs> I, I love this is like mind-blowing I never thought I'd have it but my my whole thing for the next 16 days of rough and rowdy is let your hands go so I like every morning I journal, I'm just like, let your hands go, like do what you want. Don't think about the next shot. And so that was just kind of part of it. Like I was like, I want to make it. I'm just going to make it. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Now they want to sponsor me for rough and rowdy. And I was like, wow. Okay. Love. Yeah. It just also goes back to like, it's, life isn't that serious. Life is so short. Do what you want to do. If it makes you happy and it's morally okay, do it. Yeah. The moral check. Okay. Tell me about Boston this weekend. Yes. Yes. People are going to be like, well, these girls are crazy. Only fan people. Um, okay, so I went to Boston last weekend. Yes. It was so much fun. I, I was visiting, so I was visiting one of my friends who is a travel nurse and she does, she's doing a rotation in Boston. And then my best friend from Minnesota came to visit me, uh, or visit us as well, Madeline. And we had a great time. It was so much fun. We went out, had a blast. They wanted to try some Pink Whitney. Love that. Which was super exciting. But I learned one thing when I was there. Okay, what? So when we were going out, and actually... So we were on KFC radio, which this, that episode's already came out, and there was a comment on theirs that I want to bring up. Okay. So when we when we were going out, we were talking to these guys, and I felt like, I feel like lately a lot of guys, when you first meet them, the only conversation they want to have is about how much money they have, what they do for work, and one-upping the male population. And what I mean by one-upping the male population is they'll be like, yeah, I live in the nicest apartment out of all my friends. Or I have such a good job. My friends do this. Like, they just want to make it known that they make all this money. And I'm like, are you ever going to ask about me? Right. Or tell me you have a brother or a sister or your hobbies. Right. The weather even. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. So, what, can you give us, like, this specific scenario? Like, this one, like, was yeah. one guy? Uh, No. No. There was two guys. Okay. Um, there was a multiple guys that we... There was a group of guys that we talked to, but there was two guys that did it. That's where I was kind of like, geez, is this how it's always been? I haven't talked to a guy in a long time, so I, like, forgot how forceful they are with it. But one guy was like, yeah, I just moved here for a really good job. I work it. I work um, in private equity. It's a really good company. You wouldn't know the name. I hate when people do that. Oh, that's a good one. You wouldn't know. I, get <laughs> I might. All the time. They always go, you wouldn't know the name. I'm like, even if I wouldn't know the name, just tell me the freaking name. But you know what that is them being insecure about where they work that you wouldn't actually know the name. Yeah, it, it's so obnoxious. And then this one guy was like, yeah, I live in a f- uh, super, super nice four-bedroom apartment with five bathrooms. And I was like, cool, bro. Cool. Do you think guys in their head think – because this, is this a uh, – are they single? Is this a semi-hitting on situ- – They're both single, yeah. Okay, so – and you guys are all single. Uh, yes. Okay. So this is, we all know what's happening here. No, actually, I'm in a relationship. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm dating someone. <laughs> so I feel like these guys, I feel like guys, if you're listening, maybe you do this too. I used to do this in college, I think. But sometimes guys will come up 
And instead of just being humble and like trying to connect with you, they feel like they have something to prove. Yeah. So they go immediately to their accolades. Like, and for them, unfortunately, it's like how much they make, what they have, what their job is. Instead of being like, do you think that perhaps you and I could have the same sense of humor? Like, I know you and I always say confidence is like the most attractive thing a human can have. Being humble is right up next to it. I think too, though, in this scenario, if a guy's confident, he's not telling you how much money he makes, where he lives or what his job is. If you're, if you're truly confident, you know how they always say the richest guy in the room is wearing the rags. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, that's like that East coast wealth. You walk in and he's just like in a t-shirt and shorts and he drives like an old beat up car, but they're like, Oh, he's a billionaire. Yeah. He founded Google. Yeah. These guys, it's like, you can't show it like that. Like if you're truly confident, you're just humble. Yeah, and like I've said this before, like confidence and cocky are two very different things. Oh gosh! Like the the big like I think what changes someone from being cocky to confident is how humble they are. If you're confident, you're very humble. If you're not humble, you're usually very cocky. Completely agree. I don't know that you could be cocky and truly confident. Do you think you could? No, because I feel like the cockiness comes from insecurities inside. Yeah. You feel like you need to be that alpha male. Even, I mean, anytime you feel like you need to be like the alpha in the situation, it's like you feel like you have to prove something. Yes. Yeah. If if a guy had a really good job and like a great bank account per se, wouldn't you love that to be like in his back pocket and you guys have a whole, you've gone on three dates. Yeah. And he's like, hey, let me take you back to my apartment. You walk in, you're like, Jesus. Even like (laughs) you... Like for you, for example, I had no idea your background for about like a month and a half in. And I thought that made me like you 10 times more because I was like the fact that Alex never felt the need to throw that in anyone's face. I was like, that is such an attractive quality in a human being. Yeah, because it doesn't make make you a better person. No, I always think about sickness, you know, like unfortunately cancer. And I'm like, it, it doesn't discriminate. No. It's just like the rest of us. Like, we're all equal. Yeah. And I feel like men, because like if I was in your shoes, I wouldn't want to tell people because I wouldn't want people to ever use me. So don't you think guys would rather not brag because they don't want these girls using them? Wow. What a good point when, when we're talking about gold diggers. Yeah. It's almost like they want you to, to like foam at the mouth over them because of what they have, which is so backwards. Yeah. And the, the, com- point. the comment I was, I literally just thought of that because I was like, wait, if I was Alex, I would never tell people because I wouldn't want them to take advantage of me. Wouldn't these guys feel the same? But the comment that I saw on, um, so we had this similar conversation on KFC radio with uh, KFC and fights and someone commented, cause we talked about this and they're like, haha, Jordan, that's funny that you say that even though you invented the six, six, six. So guys feel like the feel the need to just throw money at you. Cause that's all you want. And I okay. Was like, good devil's advocate. What's your response? I was like, I, I get where you're coming from, but if you're confident, you like, it won't matter. I don't know. I, th- I feel like, well, one, everyone knows, like, I joke about the six. I was going to say, that's the, the first, the most important part is, like, you're not going around, like, six, six, sixes. Yeah, like, at the end of the day, like, if you make money, that's amazing, but I'm going to make money, too, so I'll be fine. But I was just like, that's not an excuse to just shove money in my face. No, when you, you want the 666 that doesn't have to tell you. Yeah, the confident, humble 666. It just shows you. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the kind of energy you're talking about. Yeah, and it, it goes to females too, because I've seen many, many girls. Even when you first meet a girl, sometimes they just like brag to you about all their accomplishments. And I'm like, it's not going to make me like you more. No, I think social media's done a number on this as mm-hmm. a whole, because people will post the... Well, every, everyone does it, but you, you post the finer things, the, the price tag things, thinking that it 
makes you, I wonder what that feeling is. What do you think you're doing when you're doing that? I don't know. Making it, people. It, oh, it, um, I think it, it comes back to just being insecure. Like you want to prove to people that you're better than them. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's because we have like a non-standard job or what it is. Right. Also, I feel like that's just the world we live in. Everyone wants to one up everyone. Right. It even goes to getting work done. Like my biggest pet peeve is when people say that they don't have work done when they do like the Kardashians. So, so I posted on my Instagram story last week. Someone's like, your eyebrows are so amazing. And I was like, Hey guys, I'm going to be transparent. I have microblading. I have Botox. I use makeup. They're not real. Right. <laughs> like, it, like that's the reality. It's like, just be humble about it. Right, 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 right. Just say yeah. like, this is what it is. Yeah. The, so the social media, and I think you and I would both agree. We love social media, mm-hmm. but there is that part of it where it's kind of that one up in culture. Yeah. And then like when you go out now too, it's big in New York too. I mean, people will care, will wear head to toe designer and carry the bag and like but that's the status thing yeah which our generation's pretty into but I think our generation's into it because you can show it on social media which breeds comparison which is the whole I mean it's the wheel yeah but I see what you're saying about going out talking to guys and being like if you were just humble and like if you and the same guy had the best sense of humor 17 things in common read the same book laughed all night long and then the next morning you know he picked you up in his g-wagon you'd be like well damn that was awesome yeah I I would like the, and the older I, I've gotten in life, the less the stupid things matter. Like, I know I would I would love to marry a rich man. Who wouldn't? But you know what? At the end of the day, I can truly say I'd rather have true love than money. Absolutely. Because as we always talk about, when it gets hard and adversity hits, the money is not going to do anything for you. It has to be the relationship. Exactly. And money gets boring. It's not fulfilling in the least. More money, more problems. So if that's all your relationship is built off of, good luck. Yeah. And, it, and if you can have all the money in the world, you ever hear people say they have this goal, this financial goal, and then they reach it and they're like, well, damn. It's, yes. it, it doesn't feel good. I think that's like. Oh, my God. And honestly, I feel like every time I've reached a financial goal, I just have a new higher one. And then that stresses me out. Yeah. I like forget I hit the goal. I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Literally. No. I could not agree. Um, but speaking about talking to guys we have a good listener question okay what is it yeah so um first off thank you guys for writing in you've had some very good questions lately as in a few weeks we've only done this what three times yeah but i like we do like the listener question it's good i love them so this girl said i want to know your thoughts on boyfriends liking other girls posts or snapping other girls even if he's the sweetest boy i'm still a little bothered by it so how would you feel if graham did this Okay, so I knew this listener question in advance, so I asked him last night. Oh, I, I love this. So we did some homework, and we had a long conversation. Here's the consensus. Of course, when you're still married, you walk outside, and you see people of the opposite sex, and you can absolutely acknowledge he's beautiful. Oh, he's good looking. He's handsome. He's not my type. Like, you talk to people all day long, and, and you still have that lens. It doesn't go away. Mm-hmm. That's one thing. The other side of that would be seeking it out. So going on Instagram and typing in, I want to see Tom Brady because I think he's cute and liking his photos. That's where I don't think it's okay. So acknowledging, of course, we still see hot, pretty, we have eyes. Mm -hmm. But then to go on social media and to look for it or to seek it out, that's where I would say, yeah, I think it's a little inappropriate. I would feel sad if he did that. He would feel really sad if I did that. Yeah. I think for me, if... If I was in a relationship, it would depend on the person and the post. So if I was dating someone and he had this 
these girlfriends before he met me, I always think like they're grandfathered in. Totally. As long as everything's appropriate. And he's liking their pictures of them hanging out, whatever. But if he's liking seductive bikini pictures, I wouldn't be okay with it. No. And also, if he's liking famous people and supermodels, influence if you have like honestly above like 50,000 followers he can like their pictures all day that wouldn't bother me see that would bother me I guess it depends on okay maybe not 50,000 maybe like a million because <laughs> I feel like it's holding you I feel like those photos are like an unattainable standard that he starts to like compare you to that's how I would feel well, that's a good point yeah I guess I'm just like so obsessed with so many celebrities that I would still like like the Sean Mendes shirtless or the Zac Efron picture mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I, I don't know. I guess, oh, that's a good no, point. No, I mean, that that's just one thing I, I'm like, okay, that to me feels unattainable. Like, I also forget that I'm in this space now, so it would be attainable for them to talk to those people. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> I didn't even think about that because in my head I'm like, oh, I'm still Jordan with 900 followers. Right. They're never like, going to talk to that, that influencer. Okay, take the second part back. They only can, they only can like, um, like extremely, extremely famous people like Beyonce. Yeah. <laughs> right. Of course. Oh, Lady B. Absolutely. She's the queen. Okay. Now I have a question of, off of this. Yes. So if you were in a relationship with somebody and they, how do you feel about them texting like your girlfriends or their old girlfriends texting people of the opposite sex? Um, so once again, it depends on the person. Like if I meet a guy and he has these girlfriends who are grandfathered in, and I know it's extremely platonic. I think I would be okay as long as they were appropriate. Like, it would depend on my relationship with him. There's so many factors. Mm-hmm. Um, an ex, no. No. I, I don't care what people say. You're not friends with your ex. We're not texting them. That will always be an issue. I don't, I don't, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. Um, but a new girl? I wouldn't like if if he met a, if he met if he had a if he met a new girl and they became friends along the way, I wouldn't be okay with that. Yeah. I also be like, "Yo, girl, uh, do you have any respect for me?" Right, right, right. I agree with that. Like, if a guy texts me and he's a girlfriend, and it's like a normal, like he has a question, I'm extremely calculated with my response to make sure it's the most like platonic, no exclamations, nothing response back, black and white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Like, how? I mean, how? How would you feel? Like, how do you feel when Graham? If he does. Oh, God, no. Now we were laughing about it last night because I was like, I want to ask you, Jordan, this. There's nobody he can or can't like. You know what I mean? Like, we're so I feel like I'm so married. Yeah, I just am like, no, of course. like if he texts any. No, I don't even think about it. Yeah, because I mean, like now you're just allowed. Yeah. Well, within, well, you, well, you are. Well, no. Well, I guess I guess it's so you're not just allowed, but it's always been so appropriate. Like he could text you, any of my girlfriends he always could text me and my husband or my friend's husband's like, absolutely. But it's all just so appropriate. Yeah. And I feel like I immediately know if it wasn't, I just haven't encountered like an inappropriate text. I feel like in a very long time. Yeah. Cause I was going to say Graham and I have texted before and I feel like it's so normal. hundred percent. But I, all, but Graham also has, the vibe of a very like good person Mm -hmm. like there's some people's boyfriends if they were to text me I would be like I don't want this to ever happen okay that's the biggest point Mm -hmm. this is what we discussed last night you get you if you ever have if Graham 
ever even sent a slightly remotely flirty text message to you or to any of my friends, it's over for all of them because they will all tell each other and it that bridge is completely burned forever. Also, if Graham ever did, I hate to say Graham because I know he never would. I, yeah. I wouldn't respond. It's so, you can't, it's the vibe of the person. If you've done it one time, it probably takes years to undo it. Yes. But but when you're in good company, like I feel like me and my friends, my friends' husbands, you, my, my work friends here, I'm like, I'm in good company. I'm not in creepy company. I'm not in flirty company. You can text because everybody understands boundaries. Yeah. But if you get the one person that doesn't, I'm like, you, you're out. I feel like people have vibes because even we'll use our coworkers, for example. There's some people here that I could text immediately, not think twice about. And then there's some people here, I'm talking about the opposite sex, who I would never text. Okay, because you the vibe gives you what, flirt or what? I just feel like they'll, they'll think it's flirty or it, it, it could just... It makes me uncomfortable because I'm like, yeah. yeah, the vibe is just, yeah. And I think that's what makes the world go around because, like, if, if you listed those people, maybe some of them might be like, oh, I would totally text them, vice versa. Yeah. Like, everyone has their different kind of vibes with each other. And so yeah. you just have to be, like, respectful. But I guess a good way to think about it would be, like, if you were Graham and I had these texts on my phone, I could always just hand it to you and you'd never think twice about yeah. any of them. It's almost like even, yeah, I mean, I feel like as long as you, we always get so many questions about, like, do you ever go through your partner's phone? And I always think I'm like, I never have anything to hide. And it's like, I feel like you would know if I ever did. Totally. Like, you trust communication. Are, people talk about them a lot, but it's like, really? If you think about it, that's that's all that matters. Literally, that's all that matters. Even with you, it's like, yeah, go through my text. I don't care. Because it's like, but with some friends back in the day, I'd be like, do not go through my text. Because you have something to hide. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, if somebody ever called you or your character into question, you'd be like, I'm not... I'm not wavering. Yeah. Like, I'm good because I know. I sleep at night because I know that I'm within my boundaries. Yeah, it's weird that people have vibes. I mean, I even think about my my past relationships and when they had girlfriends, I would be like, yeah, go for a text and hang out with them. I don't care because I was so confident in that relationship and they were such good people. But then I think about like my high school boyfriend who would always text this one girl and he ended up cheating on me with her. But I could tell the vibe was just bad because I knew she was a bad seed and she made him into a bad seed. Yes. And you can tell the vibe. The vibe. Yeah. And, and, if, and if anybody, do you think if anybody ever, I think I just interrupted you. I'm so sorry. Was, go. Oh, and I'm glad you did because I was going to say something stupid. Okay. Well, I'm feel, now I feel bad. It always <laughs> knocks, and now it knocks me off my rocker when I do that. Um. But I was going to say, if one person in the scenario was ever upset, I think the other person has to hear that and welcome that and say, okay, yes, I hear you. I know. Yeah. I, I, will, I will honor that. And I don't know. I just feel like maybe it's because I never have opposite sex friends, but I, I also don't think I would want a boyfriend with a lot of girlfriends. Like, I just don't find the need. No. Like, no. The older you get, too, I think just the less you have. Yeah. You just kind of... I think in general, do you feel this way? The older you get, I'm like, the less friends in general I have. Oh my God, Alex, I could not agree more. I, I also like, you don't have the mental capacity for any more people. It's not personal. It's just like, we're just, you're just getting older and you're like, oh, I just, the, le the less people are with me and we're walking together. Yes. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree. So it's like when the, the guy I marry, I just, you know, don't have a lot of girlfriends. <laughs> I don't even think you will. I'm like, I think about it now. I'm like, I guess my friends are the friends I grew up with. And then like you have, you make new work friends and that's, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Not really looking for anybody else on the roster. No, no, me either. I, I've met amazing friends in New York. I have my few friends back home and that's all I need. We're good. We're good. Oh, uh, I have to say, I really like this episode. I do too. I just like, like, I don't say like shooting this shit with you, but I like when we just have conversations 
Because I feel like what's funny with you and I is we talk every single day, but we hold back so much mm-hmm. conversation because we want to save it for the podcast. So when we get in this room together, like, it's so nice to be able to just, like, hash everything out. Yes, I agree with that. It's just, like, one of my favorite times is when we record. Yeah. Okay, so... Did we miss anything? I don't think so. I like, I love it. I was like, we have to talk about the incentive. We really did. <laughs> <laughs> Look at us. We told you at the top. Go buy R&R and tag us. I'm excited for whoever we go with. Let's go to, like, dinner. Yes. Get a martini. Ooh. Yes. Like, I'm so... And Alex knows Oklahoma like the back of her hand, so she's going to show us all the hot spots. Yes. And Jordan's going to say, are there... Are there, are there two boys. halves or four quarters in this game? I'm going to say there's four quarters. Yeah, a lot of hot boys in Oklahoma. Is this, is this a stadium or a court? <laughs> Where are we? Is this an arena? And who's playing? Yeah, and I mean, Rough and Rowdy is right around the corner because this episode will come out or comes out on, uh, pull up my, my calendar. It comes out on the 8th. And then we have one more episode before you lead into Rough and Rowdy Week. Oh, that's wild. Yeah. That's crazy. So, I mean, make sure to support Mean Girl Boxing Co. We have t-shirts. We have sweatshirts. We'll talk more about the pay-per-view as we get closer. My do heart, you do best. My heart just fell out of my ass. I didn't think we were recording on the camera, but we are. Um, okay. <laughs> like, comment, subscribe. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Snapchat. Um, and subscribe to the YouTube channel because we love you guys. And if we get to 10K on YouTube, maybe we'll do something cool because we're almost there. Oh, high five. Have a good day, everyone. Mwah. Yay. I love that one. That was amazing. That's I love it. that. There we go.